0: "'Magnificent!' Jamie McIntyre whispered in awe. The lion, all tawny grace and treachery, stared at her out of fierce, amber eyes, bright yellow mane, a nimbus of peril, framing the open jaws and predatory gaze. Jamie circled slowly, heart pounding. The beast was enormous easily five feet long from bared incisors to switching tufted tail. Menace in a muscular package, and as dangerous and awe-inspiring now as it had been when it was created eight hundred years before. She'd seen the lion guarding the tomb of the legendary Emperor Frederick II hundreds of times in art books, But the reproductions hadn't prepared her for the power and glory of the mosaic masterpiece glaring down at her from the vaulted ceiling of the Palatine Chapel, deep in the heart of the Norman Palace in Palermo, Italy. She'd come 4,000 miles to draw him. Few tourists visited the chapel today, and she'd been left alone most of the afternoon Her fingers flew over the textured pad, in a frenzy to finish before the light left the ancient, high-chambered room, full of the echoes of majesty and violence over the centuries. By the time the white-hot sun no longer gilded the eastern wall of the room, she'd gotten her lion down on paper—every gorgeous inch of him. The heat was stifling— had been so since she'd arrived a week ago. Oddly enough, for a New Englander, she didn't mind the heat in the least. Nothing was air-conditioned in this city, but it didn't matter. The heat was like a sensuous blanket. She'd been shedding clothes day by day since her arrival. Until now, she wore only a cotton sundress that allowed the few breezes in the city to cool her legs and barely their panties. The sundress was loose enough to make her feel naked when she ambled through the city's narrow, fragrant streets. Palermo had once been an Arab city, and the men retained a hyper-awareness of women. In the evenings, once the ferocious heat of the day had started to dissipate, she took long, long, leisurely walks around the old town. It pleased her to walk amongst the dark-eyed men who silently watched her passing, and to know that, though no one could tell, she was nearly naked. Satisfied with the afternoon's work, Jamie packed her supplies and walked down the high-arched corridor toward the exit. She descended the broad, ceremonial staircase whose shallow steps had been designed so horses could climb to the upper chambers, down into the shadowed cloisters. The guardian, used to seeing her every evening for the past week, smiled and bowed his head so respectfully she felt like a queen. She bade him a quiet buonasera and walked out into the palm-fringed square in front of the palace. She turned back, One last time, for a sight that never failed to thrill her. The dying sun painted the immense facade of the palace a luminous gold, which shimmered against the palm fronds. It was the nesting hour for birds. Thousands of swallows wheeled and cried in the red-gold sky. Jamie walked home slowly, stopping at a few shops to buy some caponata the spicy-sweet eggplant dish she'd come to love, a loaf of crusty local bread, and a bottle of white Corvo di Salaparuta wine. She would consume her dinner leisurely on the balcony of her third-floor apartment, watching the neighbors on the street below fight and make up, and flirt and gossip, all at the highest possible volume it was infinitely better than the insipid fare offered by the local TV stations. Reaching her apartment in the Via Costanza, Jamie turned the old-fashioned brass key and pushed open the heavy carved door. The entry was dark and smelled of old wood, lemon polish, and the lavender sachets her eighty-year-old landlady had placed in all the drawers. Walking from room to room, she threw open the shutters and the big French doors leading out onto the balcony that ringed the apartment. The doors and windows would stay open until morning to capture the slightly cooler air of the night.